good evening to you from me, Father Emil, and welcome to the program, this evening prayer of the Church, which we call As the Sun Sets. Hey, it's very nice to be with you again. I know many of you driving home, some of you sitting at home, waiting for the program to begin, for this time of prayer and praise. And always lovely to be with you, and thank you so much to those of you who always express their appreciation of these programs. Programs, the prayer of the church is what we do every evening at this time. And tonight I'm going to be using uh, the Psalms, Psalm 40 and Psalm 45. 40 and 45. You can get those in your breviaries or your Bibles and have them ready for when we use them. But thank you for joining me, and I hope you've had a wonderful day. It's the end of the week, it's the end of the month. What can I say? The weeks, the days, the weeks, and the months just seem to be galloping by. But lovely to be with you as we come to the end of the day, just to praise you on this, the feast of the great St. Catherine of Siena, whom we as Dominicans hold up as a shining example of Christian living. A very, very wonderful woman who had tremendous courage. Well, I'll talk a little bit about that a little later. So for now, let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord and ask the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Must have been cold there in my shadow To never have sunlight on your face You've been content to let me shine You always walk I was the one with all the glory While you were the one with all the strength Only a face without a name I never
have appeared to go unnoticed. But I've got it all here in my heart. I want you to know I know the truth. I would be nothing without you. Would you ever know that you were my hero? And everything I would like to be. I can fly high. Christ made himself poor for our enrichment. Alleluia. Psalm 40, Prayer in Sickness Happy the man who considers the poor and the weak. The Lord will save him in the day of evil. He will guard him, give him life, make him happy in the land will not give him up to the will of his foes. The Lord will help him on his bed of pain. He will bring him back from sickness to health. As for me, I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My foes are speaking evil against me. How long before he dies and his name be forgotten? They come to visit me and speak empty words. Their hearts full of malice, and they spread it abroad. My enemies whisper together against me. They all weigh up the evil which is on me. Some deadly thing has fastened upon him. He will not rise again from where he lies. And thus even my friend, in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has turned against me. But you, O Lord, have mercy on me. Let me rise once more and I will repay them. By this I shall know that you are my friend, if my foes do not shout in triumph over me. If you uphold me, I shall be unharmed and set in your presence forevermore. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from age to age. Amen. Amen. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Christ made himself poor for our enrichment. Alleluia. The waters of a river give joy to God's city. Alleluia. Psalm 45. God is our refuge and strength. God is for us a refuge and strength, a helper close at hand in time of distress. So we shall not fear, though the earth should rock, though the mountains fall into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam, even though the mountains be shaken by its waves. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. The waters of a river give joy to God's city, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within, it cannot be shaken. God will help it at the dawning of the day. Nations are in tumult, kingdoms are shaken. He lifts his voice, the earth shrinks away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the redoubtable deeds he has done on the earth. He puts an end to wars over all the earth. The bow he breaks, the spear he snaps. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God supreme among the nations, supreme on the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The waters of a river give joy to God's city, Alleluia. Let us sing to the Lord. Great is his triumph. Alleluia. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship you, for your judgments have been revealed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us sing to the Lord. Great is his triumph. Alleluia.
Our Gospel reading this evening, the Gospel of the day, is the Gospel according to John, chapter 15, verses 12 to 17. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. And you are my friends if you do what I command you. I shall not call you servants anymore, because a servant does not know his master's business. I call you friends, because I have made known to you everything I have learned from my father. You did not choose me. No, I chose you, and I commissioned you to go out and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. And then the Father will give you anything you ask him in my name. But what I command you is to love one another. We've been hearing about this all week, really, haven't we? About loving one another and being part of the vine. We are the branches. Jesus is the the vine, and we should be attached to him. He's been encouraging us to keep his commandments and to keep his word. Above all, today the gospel makes it quite clear that what the Lord is asking of us is, is that we love one another. And, you know, that's more easily said than done. We can easily say, oh, yes, the Lord says we have to love one another and love must be a mark of our our lives and of the church and so on. Love one another as I have loved you. And when we look at Jesus, we see the incredible love relationship between him and the Father, that Jesus would go up into the mountains every day and spend time each day just in communion with his Father. And that is so important for us that we also be in union with Jesus, being in union with him, being in communion with Jesus. Very, very important, just as it was for him. But it's not just enough to be in communion with Jesus. That's like what I always say, like breathing in. But we can't breathe in and not breathe out, and that's why the second part of the gospel today is so important. I commission you to go out and bear fruit. So the breathing in is the being in union with the Lord. The breathing out is the going out that Jesus commissions us to go out and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And then you can ask anything in my Father's name. But ultimately, Jesus says, what I ask of you is is to love one another. Now, I read these words and I say to myself, do we really find this in the church, that people love one another? Sometimes I think when I read the news and I read comments on the news, when I read what Catholics are saying about the Holy Father, when I read about criticism of things that the Holy Father has said and continues to say to bring hope to people, the vile criticisms that some people have It's unworthy, unworthy of our Christian calling. The Lord asks us to love one another as he loved us.
And when we look at the way Jesus interacted with his disciples, we see how they walked with him, they were with him, they were instructed by him, they were his friends, his intimate friends. In the end, they denied him. They all left him one by one. Peter even said, I don't know him. Not once, but three times. And yet, despite this kind of rejection, Jesus never ceased to love his disciples. And so he asks us and challenges us to love one another as he has loved us. My goodness, when I think of life today, whether it be at home or at work or whatever it is that people interact with each other, there's so much backbiting and bitterness and so on, so much criticism, hatred, you name it. And yet as Christians, we are called upon to love one another. Do we really love each other? Can we look at our faults and failings and say, I can look past that. Those faults and failings of yours or of mine shouldn't be an obstacle in our relationships with each other. We need to look at each other with love, with compassion, with kindness, with goodness. We need to look at Jesus and see how he loved his Father, and the Father loved him, that he got strength from this. And that's the great example to us, that to live lives of love. And then Jesus says, I'm leaving you now, but I, I leave you a commandment. Love one another, just as I have loved you. So easy, so difficult. And so we ask the Lord to send us his Spirit, and that's why we have these Gospels now, before the Ascension and before Pentecost. We ask the Lord to give us that Spirit, that willingness to, to be able to love one another against all odds that there should be no obstacles in our relationships with each other. Love one another as I have loved you. And to overcome all those obstacles in our lives, we need the Holy Spirit. We can't do it on our own. And so we pray that the Lord will give us his Holy Spirit, that we can surely do what Jesus says. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. We can only do this if we have the Holy Spirit within us. So let's pray that we have this gift of the Spirit within us. And a final thought, that sometimes we can say, well, we choose to be Catholics or Christians. And yet the Lord tells us today, remember this, remember it very, very carefully. I chose you. You didn't choose me. And I commissioned you to go out and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. So what a wonderful, comforting thought that despite our shortcomings and failings and sins and ongoing sins, the Lord reassures us and tells us, I have chosen you. You haven't chosen me. So the Lord sees something good in each and every one of us despite our shortcomings and failings. So let's thank the Lord for having chosen us. And we ask the Lord to give us his Holy Spirit that we might truly love one another as he has loved us.
the disciples rejoiced, Alleluia, Alleluia. They saw the Lord. The disciples rejoiced, Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The disciples rejoiced, Alleluia, Alleluia. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. Alleluia. And now we turn to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray to Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Son of the living God, bless your people. We pray for all the ministers of your church. May they be nourished and sustained as they break for their brothers and sisters the bread of life. We pray for the whole Christian people. May they be faithful to their calling and hold fast in bonds of peace, the unity of the Spirit. And we pray for those who govern our country, that they may, be, that they may exercise their office with justice and compassion. Help them to promote the peace of the world and make us worthy to adore you in the communion of saints. Grant eternal joy to the faithful departed whom we entrust to your care. And on this, the feast of the great St. Catherine of Siena, we pray for the many Dominican sisters throughout the world who follow the example and the spirit of St. Catherine of Siena. May they continue to work indefatigably, untiringly, for the good of the Church, the joy and the happiness and the hope of people. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. Almighty God, you made St. Catherine of Siena a contemplative lover of the Lord's sufferings and an ardent servant of your church. Grant through her prayer that your people may be united to Christ in his mystery and rejoice forever in the revelation 
of his glory. And we make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Just kneel and say, thank you, Lord, for my work and play. I try to be good, for I know that I should. That's my prayer at the end of the day. So when you don't begin, Just lift up your eyes, let your heart awake, be ready to meet what the day may send, and be ready to greet every man as a friend, nobody knows what a power Just kneel and say Thank you, Lord, for my work and play I try to be good For I know that I should That's my prayer for the end of the Just kneel and say Thank you, Lord, for my work and play I try to be good For I know that I should That's my prayer for the end of the day That's my prayer for the end of Susanna, my the, my goodness, this beautiful song of Susanna that we've just heard, my prayer at the end of the day. Well, what can I say? It's a beautiful song. I hope you've loved it and uh, enjoyed that lovely, peaceful hymn right at the end of the day.
Okay, time for me to say goodbye. Lovely being with you on this Friday evening, and it's going to be a glorious weekend for you. This weekend, of course, we have the ordination of the new bishop, the auxiliary bishop of Johannesburg, Duncan Tsoke, that will take place at the Sacred Heart College in observatory that's uh, on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. So I do hope that many of you in Johannesburg are going to make your way there for this particular function. Don't remember, uh, don't forget, I should say, that in September I'm taking a pilgrimage to Italy and to Assisi, going to Rome and to Assisi. Uh, we're going to go to the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta that will take place on the 4th of September. So uh, if you'd like to join me, Go and visit the website, fowlertours.co.za, fowlertours.co.za. Give Gail a call and ask her what it costs and be part of this historic event. Her telephone number is 076-352-3809. 076-352-3809. That's Gail and ask her about the pilgrimage to Rome and Assisi in September. Well, that's where we leave it for this evening. From me, Father Emil, thanks for listening, thanks for sharing, and please, God, this has been a moment of praise and, what shall we say, worship and reflection on the Scriptures. Goodbye and God bless.